This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, it is now time for our favorite part of the show. It is our listener mailbag where we turn things over to you, our dear, sweet listeners, and let you guys drive the conversation for Brian and I here on the show. Before we do that, I want to say thank you once again to our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I keep telling you guys Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the days to go to Boomer Jacks because they have great deals on wings. Tuesday, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesday, it's half-price boneless wings. But really, any other day of the week is great, too, because if you're looking for a good atmosphere for happy hour with the coworkers or somewhere to watch the game with your buddies or somewhere to have dinner with the family, Boomer Jacks is the perfect spot for all of that. They have great drink specials starting at $3, the coldest beer around, and great food. It's not just the wings that's good. Everything there is good. If you go to Boomer Jacks, you're going to find there that they have wall-to-wall TVs, live music, just a wonderful atmosphere, 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. Brian, let's run into some of these questions really quickly. First one here from Brandon. Uh, Brandon is asking, which holiday game concerns you the most? Is it Thanksgiving against the Giants or Christmas Eve against the Eagles? So which one are you more concerned with there, Brian? Thanksgiving or Christmas? I kind of feel like when you and I went through the games uh, a few episodes ago, we kind of were talking about what we expected the second half. I think I said Cowboys beat Packers, beat Vikings, lose to Giants. You did, you did. And then you had them beating the Eagles on Christmas. And it did. So I I kind of feel like I, we'll see how the Giants are playing uh, at that point in time by we get to Thanksgiving. But kind of felt like that, the, that, that, that this, you know, the Giants, Leonard Williams didn't play the last time that these two no, teams met, right? No, did not. And the, and the Cowboys had some success running the ball. When Leonard Williams was playing against everybody else, they had no success moving the ball. So, uh, yeah, I I guess I'm going to say the uh, the uh, the game against the Thanksgiving because the Cowboys haven't played well on Thanksgiving. When's the last time they played well on Thanksgiving? When's the last time? I mean, I remember some bad losses against um, Buffalo, the Chargers, the Raiders. Yeah, I remember some bad, bad, bad losses that the Cowboys have had on. It's a good question. They uh, who did they get on Thanksgiving last year? Was the Raiders? They lost Raiders, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty nineteen. Who did they have? They were Thanksgiving that year. It was the Bills. They lost that, that one big. pretty ugly. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. all right. That's not lovely. Uh, Twenty eighteen. That was in the middle of the Coop winning streak. That had to be good, right? Yeah, they beat Washington 31-23. That was Coop had a big game there. So 
I guess that one, that was the last one that, that was that was really good. Uh, but look, I'm not concerned with either game, honestly. I think that Dallas wins both those games. And I, I think that, you know, when you looked at the Philly game specifically, if they have their quarterback, I think they beat the Eagles that night. Um, and so the, the one that concerns me the most, I guess, out of the two would be Philadelphia, just because I think that's a better football team right now. Uh, but ultimately, I, I think the Cowboys I wouldn't be. Those. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Phillies' first loss would be against Chicago the week before they play Dallas. I'd be very I intriguing. Would, I'd take it. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see Chicago win in Chicago against Philadelphia and then Philadelphia come to Dallas and get beat back-to-back uh, back-to-back games. I would take it. Uh, question here from Ryan Trammell. Are either of you concerned that CeeDee Lamb isn't more dominant? When drafted, I expected a playmaking number one wideout, but so far I think he's been good but not great. Am I wrong to have those expectations? Is he being used correctly? Thanks for the best Cowboys podcast out there. Well, thank you for that, Ryan. Um, yeah, I think we've both been pretty upfront with the fact that is he the guy that they thought they were getting the night they drafted him? I don't think so. I think if you got people an honest moment in the organization, they would tell you, yeah, okay, he hasn't quite been what we wanted. I don't think they're disappointed in him. I, I, I think they're happy. In, in what he's done. I, I think they're fans of his, but I think if you ask them, has he been exactly what you thought? Has he been the sixth best player that was on your board? I think they'd have to say probably not. No, he, he's not quite that, but he's still very good. Yeah. And I don't know if that's all his fault or no. a little bit of Kellen Moore. You know, I, uh, I know one thing when I watched Lincoln Riley call plays for him, that was a dynamic player. Yeah. That really was a dynamic player. And I think right now he's a good player. I think the thing you have to look at, though, and be honest with yourself, Cowboys have tried to go get Brandon Cooks, and they're working on Odell Beckham. Yep. You know, and they called on Jerry Judy. And they called on Jerry Judy. That's, you know, I I think it's, you know, read into it what you want. They know they have to be better at wide receiver. And, you know, I'm not going to sit there and put it all on C.D. Lamb. But I think CeeDee Lamb does the best he can with the plays that he's asked to run. When when it's bad, you know, that's when you see the DAC interceptions and you're like, okay, what just happened there? Why was he not? They, the, the Cowboys are going after Odell Beckham because he goes and gets the football. That's something they don't have right now with their current receiver. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Fun fact, CeeDee Lamb told us today he wanted to be a running back when he was growing up, Brian. And so he was born, what, 1998, I think? So so who do you think he said was his favorite running back growing up? Is he a Ricky Williams guy? He's a Reggie Bush guy. Reggie Bush. Which, you know, you, you, you've seen him do some of that stuff in the open field, like when he juked out mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins and stuff. Not totally surprising, but he... Did I get uh, the right arrow for Ricky Williams? Uh, Ricky was more like around when he was born, because Ricky was drafted in 99. So, uh, yeah. so he, uh, but, but, you know, about, about six, seven years off, but, but not too bad. Yeah. Uh, no, that was it. I mean, you said his fate, he was born. I was thinking that when he was born, 
who was his favorite? Oh, so you're saying when he was older? Okay. Well, yeah, because he was born in '98. I was, I was trying so to, I, yeah, he was born in '98. <laughs> I was thinking, well, his favorite back. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. right in that sense. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. hey, look, that's that, why that's that's why I'm that's why I'm a Texas fan. Was Ricky Williams was great there when I first go. started getting into college football. There you go. Uh, last question push. here from Zach Young. Do you think the Cowboys' game plan should be to blitz Aaron Rodgers more Sunday, considering their O line isn't as good as years past? Jones is banged up, and they have a very lackluster wide receiving core. Generally, in the past, teams have tried not to blitz him. They don't like him breaking the pocket. They don't like him being able to freelance and make some plays. Look, if you can blitz and wrap him up quickly and and finish plays, sure, that'd be great. But generally, you know, it's the old Rod Marinelli line, keep him in a well. You want to keep him in that pocket and, and, you know, keep him confined in there, and that's where he generally has more struggles. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if you watch the Buffalo game, they did a good job of getting pressure up the middle. You know, that's a the, – but the thing about Rodgers, I don't think he's going to let Dallas sack him. Uh, and they do a really good job of throwing the ball to the flat real quick. They get bunch formations, throw the ball to like a receiver real quick, you know, almost like a little screen. Yep. Rodgers is not going to – he fights that coach. He fights that coach because he doesn't want to play under center. He likes to play in the gun. And that coach, all he likes to do is play under center, play action, and run a lot of motions. Rodgers doesn't like any of that stuff. He likes to play the gun where he can see everything and manipulate everything. So blitzing Aaron Rodgers, I think, is at your own peril. But if you could get a slot blitz home or something like that, you know, he – one thing I'm going to say this about Aaron Rodgers, if you're rushing him, get your hands up. Just get hands up as you're getting close. Just throw your hands up because sometimes his ball trajectory is really low across. Heard him against Detroit. Yeah, and against the Giants. Yeah. Look at the last several plays of that Giants game and how many balls were knocked in the air. So if you're rushing Aaron Rodgers, blitzing Aaron Rodgers, jump, get in the air, hands up, you might knock a ball down coming out of his hands and he might save you a big play. That does it for us here on The Love of the Star. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will be back with you guys again on Monday. Talk to you then.